You're listening to the Burn Youth Podcast. We hope this message encourages and challenges you to live for Jesus. Let's get into it. focus about worship tonight, okay? And we're going to talk about what it is and how it is um, we worship, right? The Bible gives so many examples and so much proof um, of exactly um, how to praise, how to worship. There's so much of it, right? The Bible is full of it. So in a second, I'm going to get start talking about it for a second, because worship is something we should be so excited about. To begin with, if we love God, it's something we're excited about, you know? It's something we should be so excited about to enter. It's not something that we should shy away from, right? Most of the time, I know for me personally, is that every time that God has done something in my life or He's reached out to me or He's said something to me, is during a moment of worship. Is during this intimate moment that we have right here. Right? We don't need the drums. We don't need, we don't need everything. We don't need the best band in the whole world. right? Because for God to have an impact, all you need is you and Him. It's all just your heart. right? And that's what we have here. right? This whole night is a moment for you guys to step out. For us all to step out. Away from our friends. Away from all the distractions. And just focus on you and God and your heart. So to begin with, I just want to start with um, worship is. Talk about what worship is. And the first point that I have for you guys is worship is an act of love. When we worship, it's an act of love. This is the first point. Now, I don't know about you, but when I love someone, the first thing I do is tell them, right? I can tell you right now, the first thing I do is I tell them. And another thing about love is that love isn't quiet. Love is not quiet, right? If you love someone, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to tell them, right? I love my mum and dad, and I tell them that every single night, right? I tell them that every single night. And that's the same when we worship. When we worship, God isn't just someone that's in the sky, you know, up there somewhere, right? He's right here, right next to you. He exists. He is living right? He's living and He loves you. He loves you, right? When we worship, it's an act of love, right? We, so for me, I know I just want to tell Him how much I love Him for everything He's done for me. You know, He died on that cross for every single one of us. So when I'm standing here, my heart is full of thankful, thankfulness, right? Thanksgiving towards God for everything that He's done for me, right? So when I stand here, I'm not going to be silent, Right, He's done so much for me. Right, I want Him to know how much I love Him. Right, And He wants that. He wants your heart. Right, When we open up and tell them, it's opening up our heart. It's allowing a moment for God to move. 
move in your heart is something so powerful when we declare. So powerful. I just want to read Psalms 100. It says, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name for the Lord God is and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This is in Psalms. If you ever want to look and know how to worship, right? If you ever want to know how to worship, go to Psalms, right? This book of the Bible shows you exactly what it is, right? So when we worship, enter His courts with praise. You know, come to Him with thanksgiving, right? That's what, that's what He wants. He wants to meet with you. In the first place, first place to do that is through telling Him, shouting, declaring how much you love Him. Next point. Now love, this is the next part of love, right? When you love someone, firstly, you tell them it's vocal. It's vocal. Second point. Love is an action. Love is an action. Now, I feel like love this, uh, these days is such a generic word. It's used so often. You know, oh, I love those shoes, dude. Cool shoes. You know, oh, I really love this movie. It's my favorite movie. We use it all the time, right? But that's not real love, right? Unless it's backed up by action, right? This is backed up to action, with action. So when we worship with love, right, do you know what? We back it up with action, right? We back it up with action. When we praise, we jump, we, we, we dance, you know? We, we spin. It's something that we, that we just do. Because I don't know about you, but I get excited, yeah? Is anybody else excited? Come on. So when we praise, we get excited, Right? When we get excited, it just opens our heart even more, you know? God loves our joy, right? And He's brought us that joy. So if we can celebrate, if we can dance in that and rest in that, then He's going to move. He's going to move. I'm going to read, I'm going to read um, Psalm 150 now. Praise Him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise Him with the harp and lyre. Praise Him with timbrel and dancing. Praise Him with the strings and pipe. Praise Him with the clash of cymbals. Praise Him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Look, the Bible's talking about praising God. None of them are standing still, right? Come on, so when we worship with an act of love, you know, when we love God, I don't know about you, but I can't help but move. Right? Every single living thing you know, everything that has breath praises the Lord. You know, and in the Bible it even says, if we don't, the rocks will cry out. Right? The rocks will cry out. And I don't know about you, but they look pretty plain. I haven't seen a rock move in my life. Don't, don't let the rock, you know, outpraise you. Right? Don't let it outpraise you. Come on. Okay. And when we worship through our act of love, you know, when we dance, when we, when we praise, when we lift our hands in worship, right? When we're doing that, we're putting everything else aside, 
right? We're not focusing on, say, the person next to us or anything like that. We're putting that all aside, okay? And we're putting Him first. Him first in our lives at that moment. That leads me to my second point. Worship is, right? Worship changes our perspective. So I'm going to say, if you, if you are standing next to someone and you're worried about what they're thinking about you during this moment, whether they'll judge how you sing, judge how you, you put up your hands or maybe you move, well, then are you really worshipping, right? If you're so focused on the people around you, right, and what they think, or maybe what your, maybe the assignment you've got due next week, or stresses of life, or maybe there's drama at home. If that is your focus in this moment, then where is the room for God to move in that moment? Right? Put God the focus of tonight. Right? We're about to go into another time of worship. Right? And I encourage you, this is another chance. If you're sitting next to someone that you know is going to distract you, step away. Step away. It's got nothing to do with your friendship and you're not liking that person, right? It's a chance for you to meet with God. I can tell you right now, He wants to, right? Okay, so if you've got distractions or anything on your mind, make some space for yourself. Make some space, okay? And make Him the focus. Close your eyes if you have to, right? And put God as your focus. Make Him the main point of your perspective. So in a second, we're going to go into another time of worship. As we do, I encourage you to do that. Let's praise, let's worship, let's move, let's be vocal, right? And most of all, let's put Him first. Let's set our eyes on Him. We just thank you so much that we can just step into your presence, Lord. That you love us for where we are at. And you, and you, you just love us. Your, your love is just so unconditional for us. That your grace and your mercy has just been extended to us, Lord. And we just thank you so much for that, Father. For your word over your heart guys let's just start singing this as a team start singing this as a unit start declaring this over your life who am I that you're mindful of me who am I that you call me yours who am I that you love me who am I that you save my soul who am I without you
such a real presence tonight. There is going to be breakthrough tonight in people's, in your understanding of worship. Sometimes all you need is a fresh revelation to understand how to worship. Sometimes actually it's just a revelation. You've read that verse four or five times, maybe a hundred times. Then you get that revelation and it's like you see everything in colour for the first time. And I truly believe I've been praying this week about tonight and I'm so excited to be invited here to, to preach to you guys. It's an honour. Um, that God's going to do some business tonight. There's going to be something. I keep getting a sense of people who are locked up. They are locked up in themselves. They're locked up in fear. They're locked up in thoughts. They're locked up in what people think. And we're going to be breaking that open because God just wants you to be free. God wants you to be open. God doesn't want you to step into worship worried, anxious, with fear, with doubt. That He just wants you to be open. The Father's heart, He knows your heart. He just wants you to open your arms. He knows your heart, but He wants you to open your arms. So I'm just going to share a little bit on worship. Um, so I'm just thinking, what's the best way to do this? Because there's such a presence tonight, guys. And, and yeah, again, God's going to do some business. So I'm just going to get straight into it. I'm going to stop talking in a bit, and then we're going to get straight into it and let God do His thing, right? But so I've just been been praying and figuring out this week what we're going to be talking about and God put something in my heart last year which was just changed the way I looked at worship and these are two points guys that will change the way you look at worship forever they're the two most important things I feel when it comes to worship and you can you can go through worship you can come to church and you can be in the service and you can, and you can do worship, but you, it's like going to the beach. Remember, imagine going to the beach for every time, for the rest of your life, every time you go to the beach and you only go into your ankles. Oh, lame. lame, I know. <laughs> so what I want to do is I want to talk about these two points that just helps us unlock what worship is and help unlock us so we can freely step into worship and know where we're at. So, um, yeah, the keys are great. Let's keep that going. Um, so I'm going to tell you a story, just a quick story from the Bible. It's in Genesis. Um, who knows Abraham? A few people know Abraham, yeah. And he had a son called Isaac who was a miracle son that was a blessing from God. And then one day God says to Abraham, I want you to, I want you to take your son and I want you to sacrifice him. Right? And you're like, Whoa. Okay, that's like the last episode of a season. Then you have to wait for a year for the next thing to happen. That's that sort of moment. You're like, flip, right? So Abraham gets his servants and, and, and his son, and he goes to this place where God's called him to sacrifice his son, right? He's not doing it out of fear. He's doing it out of the love that he has for God, knowing that God has him, right? So he gets there. He says to his servants, stay here. My son and I are going to worship and we're going to come back. Okay, so there's no song. <laughs> there's no lights. There's probably smoke because there's an offering back in the day. But there's no big, no big event. It's just him, his son and God. So he goes there and he goes to offer his son. This is how much love he has for God. This is his only son. This is his promise. This is the breakthrough that he's been wanting his whole life. And the promises God's giving has been put on his son. And God said, you've got to sacrifice him. So he gets the knife and he goes to do that. And then an angel comes out and says, stop. And says, I see your heart. 
for the Father. And then God provides a ram and they do the sacrifice and they worship Him, right? But the thing is, right, these are the two points that will unlock your worship for your life, right? Is that worship is, you've got to submit in worship. Worship is, is bigger than us. We can't be in control of it. We can't say, hey, God, I'll come to you on my terms. No, we, we just got to go. It's, it's just about having that one-on-one with God and saying where we're really at. Now, who, who likes roller coasters? Dream World, Movie World, stuff like that. Uh, who's been on Tower of Terror? That one? That's a good one. Uh, Cyclone, that's another good one. I don't know any of the others. Someone shouts some stuff out to me. Um, all right, so what you do, right? When you go on a, on a roller coaster, you line up and, and you, you get all excited. You, you, you line up and then you, you hop in the seat and then they put that big bit over you and you're like, whoa, like I'm scared. But this is going to be flipping lit, right? And the Tower of Terror, I love that one because you go to 160 Ks in three seconds and then you go like 87 meters high or something and then you fly back and it's like done in like 16 seconds. You can't breathe. You're like, whoa. Guys, that's what it's like when you step in to have true worship with God, right? And this is the point. You, you submit to go on the roller coaster. You're not surrendering. <laughs> you go, you're choosing to make that decision to have that experience. And we do the same with worship. And this is the point. Don't go to the theme park to sit on the bench. Don't come to church to have your hands in your pockets. God wants to do something. God wants to have an encounter with you. And I, I really feel that is something's very strong for some people here tonight, that you don't go to a theme park to sit on the bench every week. Worship and life with God is meant to be experienced. It's one of the most intimate relation things that you will ever experience because that's how we are created to have connection with God. And if you don't submit, what happens is, guys, you can go 20, 30, 40, 50 years in your life just getting your ankles wet at the beach when we're called to go all in, experience His love that covers us like when we, go to the, when we go to the beach. The second thing is, guys, is worship is more than a song. It's not just a song we like. If we're just choosing worship songs because we like them, then it's about us. It's about what I like. It's, oh, I like Hillsong United. I don't like this mob. I don't like this mob. That's, that's just choosing what you like to listen to. That's not worship because the focus is on you. Whereas it's more than a song. God is bigger than a song. Your, your relationship with God is bigger than a song. If you have the creator of the world who wants to spend one-on-one time with you, don't give him six minutes on a Friday. It's everywhere. You, there's so many giftings in this room. There's football players, there's cricket players, there's people who dance, there are uh, graphic designers, there are fantastic writers. Those are your giftings and that is how you worship, that you put God number one. And that's what we were talking about with, with Abraham is that he submitted to God even though he didn't fully, he knew what was going to happen, but he submitted. And the thing is, with worship, guys, this is the main point. God wants something from you that you will give no one else in the world. He had one son, Abraham, and he was going to give him to God. The only difference is that God gave his son and actually he was sacrificed for us. We don't have to make that. So as we step into Behold, which is such a beautiful song, guys, I want us to align ourselves with submitting to God. 
submitting to what He's got called for us in the life, like on the roller coaster. You don't know what's going to necessarily happen, but it's going to be awesome. Um, and so we're going to submit, and then we, worship is more than a song. It's not just singing the words. It's, it's our heart. It's putting God number one in our life. So in this moment of worship, I want you to deeply look inside yourself and say, what can I give God that I would give no one else in this world? And that's being number one in your life. So how does that look? We clap. We dance. We sing. We pray. Again, I love dancing. I'm terrible at it. My wife gets so embarrassed, but I love it. My little 14, 15-month-old girl loves to dance. And like that moves my heart. And I know that's how it moves God's heart, that she gets so excited when El Canto comes on. You know, Bruno, no, no. That's what she says all the time. I love that. And that's the joy God gets from us when we, go, when we unlock ourselves and we go into worship. And this is the last point. And this is what Joe was speaking about before. So I was copying his homework, obviously. <laughs> is don't let other people decide how you worship. Yeah. One of the biggest regrets I have, and if I could, I would change it, is caring what people think. Yeah. You know what? Who cares about being cool? Who cares what's, what's on Instagram? Who cares what's, what is the latest thing? I care about what God wants and, what, and my one-on-one relationship because that stands the test of time. That is not my relationship with God. Your relationship with God is not a trend. It's not, it's, it's not got an expiry date. It's for life. And I really want to encourage you guys, break that mold. Because when you let people decide how you worship, you're just pleasing them, not God. Yeah. All of a sudden your focus when it comes to worship is what people think. And I'm going to try and do what pleases them. Yeah. Whereas worship is about us pleasing God, putting Him first and just having that heart and that hunger to be with Him. In a moment of worship, your life can change. In a moment, it can change. So we're going to go into behold and I really want to challenge you guys. If you've never lifted your hands before in worship, try it. I remember the first time I did it, I was freaking. I was like scared, right? I was like, I'm going to put my hand up and the whole church is going to look at me. Like the whole church is going to know I put my hand up. I put my hand up, not a single person noticed. <laughs> yeah. It's a big step for me, no one noticed. But the thing is, God noticed. And that's who I do it, the police. First time jumping in the mosh pits, getting blood nose, knocking people over. I was afraid. But we did it for the glory of God, you know? But the thing is, it's that roller coaster. It's submitting. How are you going to position yourself in this next song? If, if one of the most beautiful, powerful ways, and I'll finish on this, to, 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 to enter, to submit to God truly, is on your knees with your hands lifted high. The Hebrew word is called barak, which means to be on your knees with your face to the King in His glory. Let's, if you want to do that, let's do that. But I, I encourage you to do something new tonight. My, one of my points is worship is more than a song, right? Yeah. What does that mean? It means anywhere, anytime. Guess what? Anywhere, anytime is right here. So let's do it. Let's step into it. And the band is going to do an amazing job leading us. And we're going to do some ministry time with this. And um, yeah, watch this space because some amazing things are going to happen. Thanks for tuning in to the Burn Youth Podcast. To stay in the loop, follow us on Instagram at Burn Youth. See you next time.